Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noda Francesco, and someone I know who's just as disappointed as me as Nebraska's loss yesterday uh, is joining me, as always, from the great state of Nebraska, uh, my grandpa Husker Dan from Husker Max. Grandpa, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Well, I shouldn't say fantastic. I, <laughs> it's, it's the drugs kicking it. I don't know. It's just it was a bummer. Obviously, anybody who is a Husker football fan is uh, very, very disappointed, uh, to say the least, over, you know, we I don't know. We'll get into that. We have we're going to devote most of the time to uh, to that game. Not that we need to rehash it, but it's just exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, I watched the whole thing. I started watching. They had uh, the uh, Big Ten, um, you know, football in sixty minutes, and they had that on. And I was trying to watch that again. The you know the shortened version of it, and I said, Nah, I don't want to watch this. It was yeah. After Nebraska went, well, after, I turned it on just after the ill-fated onside kick attempt that, of course, you know, backfired and changed the, I believe, changed the whole dynamic of the game. Yeah, I'm I, with you. I just can't watch it. It's just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about something a little bit more uh, exciting in, in Nebraska sports. Yes. Uh, the Nebraska women's volleyball team has won its first three games, swept every single team they played. They swept Texas A&M Corpus Christi 3-0. They swept Tulsa 3-0. And last night they swept Pepperdine 3-0. Um, so they're all home games, a really good start for the number one team in the nation, uh, as, of, as of right now, um, they looked really solid from the little bits that I watched from the games. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there really is to say about that because I don't think any of those teams they played are super great. No, um, it's no. not like, a. It, but once they get into big 10 play, that's going to be a lot of the big 10 teams are really good at, uh, at volleyball, especially like we met Wisconsin last year in the national championship game. Yep. So that yep. just proves how good the big 10 is. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep tabs on them. Anything you want to say about the women's volleyball team? Grandpa? Uh, other than they're, <laughs> we used to be a football school and now we're a volleyball ball, school. <laughs> volleyball was an afterthought. Now we're a volleyball. Thank goodness for John Cook. I mean, I don't. This is this might end up being a real long season, maybe a short season for Coach Frost. And I, I'm, I hope that doesn't happen. But, uh, but yeah, we have to I mean, go on with the obituary of the. Uh, I call it the debacle in Dublin. Um, yep, I and, totally agree with you. What? Are, what are? I I think I, I we haven't talked about this, but I can probably guess. But what were some of your surprises? What was your biggest surprise outside of the final score? What's the biggest surprise you had? The biggest surprise for me, honestly, was how much our defensive line was getting pushed around. We lost the battle in the trenches on both sides of the ball by quite a bit. And I was very surprised by that because, as we were talking about last week, Scott Frost was like, oh, they've been drilling the offensive linemen really hard. And he's talking about the 15 to 20 times throwing up or whatever, which, is yeah. again, we talked about last week, just dumb to share. Um, but – he was talking about that and that they're training really hard and they're going to be ready for this. And then they looked so weak and just not like they just got pushed off the ball every single time. Uh, and that for the offensive line, the defensive line, I didn't even hear Stefan Wynn's name or Devin Drew's name once. Uh, I heard, I, I barely heard Oshawn Mathis's name. Uh, and there was so much hype coming from him in it going into this game and into the season that I was like, oh, he's going to be amazing. Garrett Nelson really had nothing to do. In this game, it was, I mean, it, in our, our pass coverage got blown a few times. The defense was really honestly what surprised me the most, I think, just how uh, 
based on last year's defense was so amazing and just held all these great teams to nothing, very little point, very few points. Um, and Northwestern's offense really isn't that much of a powerhouse. They just run the ball and they were able to run the ball on us quite a bit. Uh, I think it was, I forget how many rushing yards in total. Um, but I mean, it was just like, it was just a, a shock to me that our defense let up that much uh, in, in rushing uh, yet Northwestern 214 yards of rushing. It, that's something that would have never happened last year so it just was so surprising to me um uh, I, I, I did want to say a positive surprise anthony grant uh as a, not not a surprise to me um personally because I, I i think i'd been seeing this coming for a little bit just based off the spring game but two touchdowns 110 yards ish um for him really solid game he had the 46 yard touchdown where he broke through one tackle cut and made a guy missed um and uh, that's going to be something that Nebraska's going to be able to rely on. Uh, I think he kind of earned his spot as their starting running back. Um, I did what we were talking about Gabe Irvin last week. He didn't even get in the game at all from what I saw. And knew um, Yeah. Uh, and Ramir Johnson didn't either. No. Mm-mm. So it was only Yant and uh, Anthony Grant. So I thought that was weird um, because you were talking about last week, Grandpa, that you hope that Nebraska can win this game to the extent that they get to play a lot of players. Right. And I still think we could have played a lot of players and – because those guys are talented. I just don't understand why they weren't playing to me. I don't, maybe there was something that they were dinged up or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I, I hadn't heard anything about them not being able to play, but I don't know. What were, what was your biggest surprise from this game? I think the inability of the Huskers to stop the run and the in, inability of Huskers to run the ball effectively. 110 yeah. yards isn't going to cut it in, uh, in, in the big 10. And this is not, you know, Northwestern is not the pick of the litter of the Big Ten. I, I, no, exactly. I doubt if they are this year. Um, but time after time, we get out coached. And Pat Fitzgerald, I said this before the season started, I said, can coach. Don't be fooled by the three and nine record from last year. The guy is a proven winner, and I like him. Um, and I don't know if they overlooked or, or if they – Figured, well, be, geez, we beat them by 50, well, almost 50 points uh, a year ago um, that we do, we can mail this in. I, I don't – if that's the case, then you need to get a whole new coaching staff in there because uh, yeah. that isn't going to cut it. Yeah, and then we, we, we have a knack of uh, making opposing quarterbacks look like they're all world. You know, yeah. Ryan Alinsky is a good player, and he outplayed our guys uh, – yesterday uh, he was what 30 uh 27 for 38 for 71 percent completion rate and 314 yards i mean in last year i think he had more i don't, i forget what the stats were from last year but he had a miserable year from last year and then uh, obviously playing against nebraska yeah he wasn't they played a he was one of the three quarterbacks that they right. played with last year so i mean he didn't really have as much playing time last year so he's going to be solid from this year i think he the, looked the other, good the other surprise and you and i have to agree on this i believe is that stupid onside kick nebraska yes. has an 11 point lead 28 17 yes in the third quarter and uh, Scott Frost, not, not Bill Bush dials up the onside kick and it completely changed the momentum from the Huskers to the Wildcats. I, I, I'm trying to figure, uh, cause some people have written me about the game and 
I was trying to figure out if there was a worse call. I, I'm sure that there are a lot of them that have happened over the past, well, let's just say the last four years, but yeah, might rank the, the top, the dumbest play. And yeah, I know if it worked, boy, we'd say how smart Scott Frost is, but really what are the percentages of getting an onside kick? It's, it's very low. Yeah. So That's why, why I was, do that. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking with my family last night about it because they watched the game with me and they were talking and I was talking about like, they, it wasn't like they lined up specifically for an onside kick, but you will recover that a few percentage points more than the one where it looks where you're going to fake, like you're going to kick it long right? and then have to like switch to the last moment to do an onside kick. It's so much harder to get that angle right. He just kicked. I mean, what happened? He just kicked it right to the Northwestern guy. It wasn't even like there was no way Nebraska was ever going to get that. Um, and I mean, I get you're trying to get your offense back on the field. It just play conservatively, play the game. It's football. You're winning by 11. Just keep it there. Your defense has been playing fine. They've been holding them. Like the Northwestern's not getting a bunch of easy yardage against your defense, they've held them to a few stops. It's not like your defense is completely like there's just the floodgates have opened. Yeah. It's not it wasn't that bad. Like if, if it was that, then maybe I'd kind of understand it, but still you give them back like you had all this momentum. You get the you get the turnover, you get the touchdown off the turnover, and then onside kick, Northwestern goes down, scores, next to Nebraska possession, ball gets ripped out of his hands, Northwestern goes back down, scores again. It's like why you just gave him all this momentum that just builds and that's what you can't get back in this game and i mean i think that the i thought the offense played very well uh with whipple uh calling the plays now i like i like whipple calling the plays a little bit more than i did with uh, with frost and i think this is a great example of why frost shouldn't be calling stuff i get being aggressive it's the first game of the season you have to understand that Football is not about who can score the most points as fast as possible and get the ball back to their offense. It's about preserving a lead. You have to trust your defense. And this onside kick made me think that Scott Frost doesn't trust Nebraska's defense for some reason, where he had to lean on them all of last year. So it's just, I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what the, what the logic was behind it because it's a risk reward thing. I don't care what what the heck the reward was. The risk is way too high to be doing that. Yeah, no, I agree. it's it's the third. It's the there was like eleven minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the game wasn't even close to being done. You give them all the momentum in an entire second half, basically to use it. It's just so stupid to me. I mean, Scott Frost is not helping himself right now, as with his two press conference slip ups and this. Um, and him taking responsibility for that, I think is good. He should have taken responsibility for that, but still he did it. Um, and I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. He said that um, th- that he wouldn't have done it again. But how about you think through that the first time, buddy? Let's not get the, let's not screw it up in game. You just cost us a game, basically. I mean, that, the players played their heart out. I I'm not going to blame Casey Thompson too much for those two interceptions. One was the second one that sealed the game was basically just like tipped. Uh, the other one, he kind of just overthrew the guy. Um, and I, I mean, that's, I mean, not fine, but it's understandable. Um, and then the second one, just unlucky he threw it just slightly behind the receiver and it got tipped and it was right in his hands. That's really on his tight end. I forget who he threw that to, but um, he, had a, he had a couple other passes that he, he had, uh, he had, uh, uh, Trey Palmer wide open really for six points 
and he yeah. threw him so bad, and that was uncharacteristic. I don't know if he got injured in the in the first half or the start of the second half. I don't know what happened. Um, he didn't seem to say anything. And then, yeah. then losing Vokalek, that's yeah, that was a big because that was his go-to guy, and yep, his passes to Vokalek, I don't think were that great, but. But Vokalek just went up and got the ball and, and yeah, he's got the height and the catch radius. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a tough dude and uh, I really like him. But yeah, the other two plays that uh, that uh, Casey Thompson made were the one where the center snap was way high. He had to bat the ball up in the air. He had to catch it. Had to keep his composure and he threw for a first down. That was. I don't care what league you're in. That's a heck of a play. And then yeah. the other one that. That took 11 seconds. He was flushed out of the pocket. Looks like yeah. it, be, it was looked at about as ugly as play as you can find. And he throws for a, I don't know, 38 yard gain or something. It was an incredible play. The kid is mm-hmm. an amazing athlete. But we were saying the same thing about Adrian Martinez the last four years. Amazing athlete. Yeah. Uh, but you don't, you can't throw interceptions. And if you overthrew or you you hit the receiver too hard. Um, maybe you need to take something off the, the velocity of the pass so that doesn't happen. Uh, okay, it's his first start, and they're playing on the road, essentially. Uh, I, I, get that, I get that there were errors, and uh, I, I'm, I don't want to alibi for Frost or the Husker coaching staff, but to put as many new things into this game – and have everything work perfectly, I think was a bit much. I think yeah. I underestimated how difficult that was going to be. And yeah, mm-hmm. they, had, they had fall <clears throat> camp. And, uh, but you know, you get five new coaches, four on offense, and then you got a special teams coordinator. And then you got, and of those four offensive coaches, of course, you got a new offensive line coach, a new uh, receivers coach, a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, new running backs coach, uh, and it's like, uh, you know, I guess, I guess I was thinking that the problems we might have would be more on offense, but as you said, the defense just couldn't stop. They couldn't, they couldn't get a stop. They just, and when it counted, there in the fourth quarter, credit to Pat Fitzgerald. They just, they, they saw the weakness in the Huskers and they exploited it. They ran between the tackles. I didn't think they could do that. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, for, uh, their quarterback to, uh, you know, have a 71% completion rate. I, I didn't see that one come. I, I didn't see, that I did not either. Coming, but I didn't see, I didn't see the poor performance by the, uh, defense. I, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm just as shocked as you are. Um, and I, I think one thing I did want to, I was watching their press conference that, uh, Casey Thompson, Vokalek and, uh, Garrett Nelson did after the game. It was about like eight minutes long. Volkluck said it'll be fine. He just planted his ankle and twisted it. And it was one of those things where he couldn't come back into the game yeah. because if he would have come back, he would have injured it more. Um, and it was, it was in like the third ish quarter. Is that when he, I'm trying to remember if that's when he, uh, I think it was the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that well, he'll, he'll be fine. That is what he said. So I think he, it was just a thing of just like, it, you got a whole season left. Don't be stupid. Uh, and and get injured and be out for a long time because he's going to be a vital part of Nebraska's offense as we've seen. Um, and, and I mean, in Nebraska's defense, like the problem that they had that they 
in past in past years that they hadn't really had last year was I, I literally wrote I was taking notes during the game. I literally wrote like four times tackle. They cannot tackle. There were right. so many times yeah. where they had him in the backfield, yeah. like maybe six yards behind line of scrimmage. Three guys have a shot at him, and the guy gets a first down. That is completely unacceptable. You right. cannot, you can't do that and expect to win a football game. It doesn't just I like I get that part of that's probably first game. It's harder to like you can't really tackle that way in fall camp and stuff like that because you don't want to injure guys and like. But still, I mean, those guys that were tackling have tackled in the past before at high speed. Like they've played this game before. It's not like the the announcers were kind of trying to make excuses for them a little bit, which. I get what I get what they were saying and, and and why they were saying it because it does make sense to me, but still you have to be able to tackle. I don't care. Like it was in the third quarter. This is happening. If it, if the first quarter, I'll allow a little bit of leeway, especially in the first game, but you're going to get into it. And then you'll remember it's all muscle memory and instinct. And it, these guys have been playing this game since freshman year in high school. Probably most of them probably sooner than that. So I mean, you have to be able to tackle, and that's if that's going to be a problem for Nebraska this year, uh, that run defense is not going to be able to do anything because as soon as you can run out wide, it's not going to matter. What What did you think of uh, Logan Smothers coming in for one uh, one play, not one series, but one play? Is that the, I was thinking there must have been a equipment problem or something wrong with probably I'd, yeah i'd assume it was just for one play or they just want i, I don't know if they just I, I don't know i i assume it would probably have to be an equipment problem because if they wanted to be like oh let's give logan smothers a little bit of a chance yeah. to see if he can turn things around it would be more than one play it would be probably so why, a didn't drive. They, why didn't they bring in chubba he's the supposedly the backup quarterback i don't know i, I mean i think logan can move more than chubba does i don't know what the I didn't see that play because I had to leave. We had a soccer game in Denver yesterday, so I had to leave with maybe two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, so if it if it was during that time, or maybe I just missed it. Um, that I I don't I, I don't know why they didn't bring in Chuba. I I, I couldn't yeah, say. I mean, I, it's, um, and I don't don't necessarily think it means anything other than yeah. No, uh, I don't think so either. Um. Yeah, I just so uh, special teams. You know, you gotta look. Uh, probably the star on special teams, I believe, is Bushini. Yeah. Yes. He averaged forty-seven yards. I don't care who you are, what league you're in. That's some. He he did some booming. I don't think he had anything returned. No. Uh, any, uh, consequence. No. I don't uh, think Nebraska returned a punt once either, though. Right, I know it. That punter for Northwestern was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, acres. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Bushini definitely star in the special teams for us. Um, on offense, uh, it's it's kind of hard. I do want to say uh, – I, I probably want to say uh, Garcia Castaneda. Uh, I think that coming from New Mexico State, who which – is not the biggest school in the world. They usually get killed by people. I didn't expect too much from him. Yeah. And coming in, catching that first touchdown pass, oh, that was, that was um, which was just a beautiful, beautiful connection. Um, getting that first touchdown pass, and he had 120 yards receiving on four receptions. So he'll definitely be a threat this year. Uh, Northwestern did a really good job of holding Trey Palmer down. I thought uh, of not letting him get going. Really, he. Uh, the announcers are talking a lot about how uh, Whip was talking about getting the ball into Trey Palmer's hands as much as possible. 
And Northwestern did a really good job of not letting them do that. Uh, whether it was bumping him off the line of scrimmage, double cover, or just trading off really fast, or just standing in that passing lane between them. Uh, as you said, Pat Fitzgerald is a really good coach. Uh, he he knows exactly what Nebraska was trying to do on offense and shut it down. So they had to right. do some some other stuff. Um, but yeah, for me, I'd say Garcia Castaneda, probably my star on offense. What about you, Grandpa? Well, um, you know, you look at the two plays that Casey made. Uh, those are highlight reels. They'll, they'll be showing that all year long. Those are those are great plays. Yeah. Um, you know, one he got sacked. He, I thought he was going to get decapitated, but yeah, Teddy, Teddy Prohaska on the he just blew the assignment, and and they they just man, I thought this is going to be bad. You know, he's going to be taken yeah. out of the game. But uh, yeah, I was I was disappointed in Teddy. Uh, I I think he played well outside of that, or you know, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Line wasn't great, but he just if you watch that game again, um, he just he was not in that play, and it's like Teddy just look to your left. Yeah, you know, you got you got yeah. two guys coming around there, and he didn't block anybody. He was just I don't know I don't get that. Yeah, I I I, I can't argue with uh, with. Uh, Castaneda, I, I I think he had a really good game. Uh, Marcus Washington was in, played very well. Yeah, anything of uh, of uh, arms. Um, uh, Omar Manning, we didn't see anything of him. I don't think he played a snap. No, there were some rumors floating around about him not playing because he had some injury or something that hadn't been reported that like was oh. just breaking that morning. Oh. So maybe that confirms that. I don't know. That could be. Um, yeah, I was listening to the uh, Hell Varsity radio podcast, and they were recording live the morning of the game uh, in Dublin, and they were talking about all these rumors that were just circulating that morning that Omar Manning was dinged up. So that probably is why oh, we okay. didn't see him okay. uh, at at all. So that that does make sense because as I we were talking last week, and I said you asked me who do you who do you like at starting wide receiver? I said Manning, Garcia, Castaneda, and Trey Palmer. We saw Trey Palmer and Castaneda start, and then it was uh, Brody Belt played right. pretty well i think right um i i forget who started for nebraska at wide receiver um and and then we were talking about folk luck already but um yeah no i think that's why we didn't see omar's because he probably had some little injury or something that they hadn't really reported on i think one of the pluses from that i don't think we had any false start penalties no mm-hmm. um we had the fumble which was really not uh garcia's uh Castaneda's fault. He he had the ball. His knee was down. I'm surprised that that play wasn't overruled. Yeah, I'm surprised as well. That could be the change in the, in the game. You 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 might start. You know, Wildcats might might be starting to think, hey, well, I don't think we can win this game, and that was critical. And I, I thought that was a very very bad call. Um, I agree with you. I think that it was very clear that his knee was down and the ball was not out. And then. Uh, Northwestern tried to draw Nebraska offside when it was like fourth and one or whatever. And, uh, and Nebraska didn't bite on that. They, they did pick up one first down out of that. Yeah. But other, I think other offensive lines uh, or defensive lines in that case would have uh, maybe uh, bid on the hard count and, and, you know, so th- if there's, if you're looking for, positives that that might be one of them um there weren't a whole lot (laughs) yeah 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 i mean i mean yeah there weren't really a whole lot and i think one of the positives was that we got to see a bunch of the receivers uh play which was good 
Um, but I mean, other than that, there weren't too many positives. Um, I know it might, it's probably pretty hard to pick a defensive, like who played really well in defense, but grandpa for you, who do you think was the standout on defense? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Hill. He made, uh, yeah. uh, Tommy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he made, uh, made some good plays, uh, but outside of that, I, you know, I don't know, man. And we were, we were ran out of gas too. We were on the field. They had, yeah. uh, they had a nine minute advantage in time of possession. Yeah. And we had talked about that, uh, either in our season prediction show or uh, last week in our preview of this game that Nebraska has to figure out the time of possession thing. And they just could not keep the defense off the field. They just had the offense would go three and out. Like they didn't score after that onside kick, Nebraska didn't score again. That's and it was a lot of really quick three and out drives. So our yep. defense is right back on the field. It's yep. just, it, you can't expect them to do that. That's not fair for the defense to, to have to carry all that weight. Um, so I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I do think Tommy Hill played pretty well. That was someone that we hadn't really talked about too much as coming in as a transfer from Arizona state, right. uh, at cornerback. And we hadn't really talked about him too much. And I think he's going to be, a he's going to, he can definitely transform into one of our lockdown corners, uh, for this year. Um, the safeties do have a lot to learn. Uh, I would say being two, uh, new, new safeties starting for us, uh, with, I think it was Buford and I forget who the other safety was, but um, on that long Northwestern touchdown that kind of got him back into the game in the third quarter, um, they just kind of blew the coverage and didn't communicate that yeah. switch off in, in the zone. And he just ran right in between them. So, I mean, that's something that they've got to fix uh, for me. I'd probably say uh, Heinrich. Um, it, it just is a uh, really solid. He was making stepping up, making plays uh, for linebackers and, um, he he was really the only one I thought that was having any success stopping the run. Um, but the problem was they would just take him out of the play and then they'd be fine. Um, but I thought he played really well. I, he had, I think like 12 or so tackles. Uh, I want to say, I, I think I might be wrong, but anyway. Uh, Reimer led the, led the team in tackles. And then, sorry, oh, I didn't mean, I meant Reimer, not Heinrich. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, of, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yes. Luke Reimer. My bad. Sorry. He had 12, 12 total tackles, five solo. Um, I thought he played really well uh, as a as a leader on that defense, and um, I, I, what I was what I meant to say about Reimer, I was talking about Heinrich on accident, but um, they they really couldn't run anything past him. He played really well in pass defense as well when he needed to, knocking down a few passes. So, yeah. So do you want to? We have to. Well, we get to play another game Saturday. Maybe hopefully put this one bury it under the. Oh, if we don't win, if they're if we don't win this game by like thirty, that's going to be a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who do we got up this uh, this Saturday? Will we got North Dakota uh, FCS school from I believe the Missouri Valley Conference, um, and it's going to be at Memorial Stadium at two thirty Central Time. Uh, number sellout number three hundred eighty three straight. Um, so I, I mean, I mean, I think that this game we don't need to talk too much about this because. Right. FCS school coming in. Nebraska knows what they need to fix. This is a game where you fix the problems from Northwestern. This is, a, I need to see the offensive line and defensive line dominating because right. these FCS offensive line and defensive lines are not going to be the same as the Big Ten. If it's just like they're winning by a little bit, that's not a good sign. They right. need to be dominating this the trenches in this game by a wide margin just to prove that they've some improvement from, from this game uh, yesterday. 
Um, so I, I think that Nebraska should win this game. But as I said, they need to win by quite a bit to make up for last week and fix things on offense. Uh, Casey's got to figure out when to hit his, the timing of his receivers in game because uh, now he now he knows that he's been doing it in practice. He talked a lot about it during press conferences of like getting the timing down and all the poise in the pocket and stuff like that. To be honest, he looked rattled uh, in that third end of the third, all of the fourth quarter. He looked like he didn't know what was going on. Uh, and it just it, it like bled over to the rest of the offense um, because because he the offense starts with him. Uh, but I think he, he's not going to get rattled at home against a very inferior North Dakota. And I think this game is going to be kind of like a reset button for Nebraska, hopefully, uh, on their season of like, okay, we're past this Northwestern game. Let's learn from it, fix it, and then prove that we fixed it against North Dakota. Prove it to ourselves, but more importantly, prove it to Nebraska fans. Because we need to know that they fixed something. Do you think that there will be any jet lag, any, you know, any – Hangover from Dublin? Uh, that probably a little bit. I don't know how much it'll affect your play, though, because as soon as you get that plane, you're running around, your blood blood is pumping. This stuff, I, I don't know how much your sleep is really going to – I mean, it, it does affect how you play, um, but I think if they're getting good sleep when they come back – and as I said last week, I think that uh, they should – because they're flying back today, I believe. Um, uh, actually, they, they flew back after the game. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they so... should be back in Lincoln uh, today. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Sure what yeah, they should probably, they'd probably take today off and probably Monday off because you don't need to prepare too much for an FCS opponent, I would imagine. Um, I mean, preparation is something you should be doing the same for every single team, but right. I feel like this is a special case. Probably take Monday off and then hit a hard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, and, and then be ready Saturday. I don't think it'll be too much of a problem. Um, it, I, do you agree with me on that? Do you think? Yeah, it's I, that? I, I think that, you know, being, you know, in their 20s, they have a lot more resilience than, you know, somebody who would be older. I, yeah. I like to think, again, we're not playing North Dakota State. We're not playing Michigan. We're playing North Dakota. And uh, we should yeah. have enough on our tank to, uh, to uh, sufficiently uh, uh, play well. And I'm, yeah. I'm just hoping, as you said, that that Nebraska gets to play a lot of players. I want to see Chuba. I want to see Logan. I'd love to see, I'd love to see all the scholarship uh, quarterbacks in there. I think yeah. they're great. Heinrich Harburg. I I'm really high on that kid, and uh, I don't know how he's going to fit into the the quarterback room in the near future. Yeah. But uh, but he's uh, he's one to to look at. But I I hope that those kids could get in there and. That's what happened last year when we played uh, Northwestern in, in Lincoln. Everybody got in to uh, to play, and that's that's really neat. Um, I did a little a little homework, and the the they the just the uh, North Dakota used to be the uh, the Fighting Sioux, and of course they can't be that anymore because it's yeah. incorrect. Um, yeah, to the Fighting Hawks, but they used to be called the Flicker Tails. <laughs> the North Stars, Rough Riders. Do you think about Teddy Roosevelt and his band of, you know, yeah, and the Spanish American War, yeah, yeah, and the Sun Dogs. So uh, huh. I'm not sure how each of them happened or why they got rid of it. But then in 1930, they were called the Fighting Sioux, which I think is a very 
respectful uh, uh, name to have. Uh, and you know, I'm not I'm not American Indian, so uh, you know, don't send me any letters. But anyhow, yeah. um, so I, I'd like to I'd like to see a, a obviously a win. The the real thing if if you lose to Northwestern and you come out and beat Oklahoma in Lincoln, people are going to forget that you lost. Exactly. Exactly. So they have a chance to uh, the Huskers have a chance to to right the ship. They have a chance to say, "Hey, no, yeah, we stubbed our toe. We're going to come back." Now, how realistic is that? I have no idea. But it's time to start proving. That, yeah. You know, talk is cheap. You and I can talk. We can say, "Yeah, they're going to do this or do that." Uh, and exactly. Uh, I find that if you take realism and you take history. And maybe if you want to throw in a little bit of optimism, that's that's not bad either. But uh, so I'm optimistic that uh, Nebraska will salvage the season. But I'm not if I if I had to bet my house on it, I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. And uh, I'm 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 very glad that I did not bet on Nebraska this weekend, as I, <laughs> as I was talking about last week, because uh, I would have lost a lot of money. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's all I have. Uh, we'll be back hopefully with a uh, with a victory in the mirror this time uh, after the North Dakota game. Grandpa, anything you have before we wrap up here? No, just go big red. Yep, uh, we do. Before we wrap up, I do want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we know that this game probably hurts just as much as it does to us for all you Nebraska fans out there because Nebraska, the football team, really represents the state of Nebraska and the and the people of Nebraska more than it. Uh, than it does the school of Nebraska. So uh, it, it just is, I mean, we'll, we'll flip it around next week, uh, hopefully. So, yeah, we just want to thank you guys for listening to us talk about uh, Nebraska sports every week because we love it so much. We're so glad that you guys love listening to us talk about it and you guys love Nebraska sports so much. Uh, we didn't get any voicemails last week, but if you guys have any, uh, you can send those into 970-743-0575. We'd love to play those on the show. Uh, respond to those. You can ask us questions, your takes on Nebraska games during games, uh, whatever. Just just let out all your emotions to to us, and uh, we'll gladly listen to those. And um, we we totally get it as Nebraska fans. And then um, if you do want to email us anything, you can send any uh, questions into hbth podcast at protonmail.com, or you can uh, email those to huskerdan at cox.net. Uh, did I get that right, Grandpa? Yep. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can email either of those two emails and we'll uh, do our best to uh, get those and read those on the show or at least answer your questions on the show uh, for you. Because sometimes uh, things like Scott Frost onside kick, you need to talk through with someone else. <laughs> uh, but that is all I have. We will talk to you guys next week after we tell your friends. North Dakota. Tell exactly. You. Tell, tell your friends. Uh, don't tell Northwestern people to listen to this because they will be just laughing the entire time about how bad Nebraska was. Um, and now your enemies, enemies tell North Dakota fans, tell people who know the history of North Dakota. Um, anyway, but yes, we will be back next week after Nebraska absolutely destroys North Dakota in a <laughs> blowout game in Lincoln. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to say hopefully because I believe that they will. Uh, that's all we have for today. Go big red. And we'll talk to you guys next week.